Good morning. You will probably hear a hum or noise which sounds like a bee in the background. I'm going to pause so you can hear it. I hope it's not too distracting. I probably should go somewhere else and record this, but I'm like in my moment. I've got my coffee. It's morning time. I can hear it coming back, actually. I'm not sure if I should shut the door, but hey, it's raw. It's realistic. It's real life. It's not some cosseted version of some perfect podcast. That's never what I intended it to be. Anyway, morning. Just wanted to quickly have a chat about bandwidth and connectivity and all of that stuff when you're kind of semi-nomadic. And by semi-nomadic, I mean that you don't have access to Wi-Fi, unlimited Wi-Fi. So you have to rely on cellular data. And uh, I got a little bit spoiled in the last year because I've been using 4G connectivity, which is kind of kind of fast, kind of like Wi-Fi, really. It's like being in a house. Um, the only downside to internet connectivity, cellular access in the UK, the service provider I use, which is EE, have a package with it, which is £30. Um, I'm on pay-as-you-go. I don't have any bills as such. I don't have an address physically to kind of send it to. And um, I tried to call myself off uh, direct debits anyway, probably a couple of years back now. So I do pay-as-you-go, which obviously is not the best because I don't get as good a deal, which I still find perplexing that you have to be at an address to be able to get the good deals and pay monthly so they know how much money they're going to get. It just doesn't seem like I'm getting anything off that deal. So anyway, if I want 4G data, 10 gigabits, no, 10 gigabytes of uh, 4G data is £30. And there was a point in the caravan last year that I was burning through that every eight days. And that was just reasonably moderate usage on my computer. Now, recently, over the last couple of months, EE released a special edition SIM card called the Summer SIM, where for £10, you got 100 gig of 4G connectivity, connectivity data, which blew my mind because I'd never seen anything like it at that price before. And was super stoked because obviously I couldn't afford a holiday this year and had a holiday for a long time, really. And, uh, you know, 10 quid, absolute steal. You know, that would cost me £300 previously if I just used the normal pay-as-you-go thing. So, huge. And for the first month, absolutely brilliant, could do what I want. Felt, felt the first time totally unrestricted using cellular uh, and it fit me perfectly. Now... Obviously, at the beginning, I was quite worried that there's only a two-month period of time that I'm actually going to be able to get this connectivity. So I, I asked a friend to get me another SIM, another summer SIM. So I've got three months rather than two months. But the problem is, is that I am I burnt through the first one so quick uh, that I had to jump on the second one and start that one off. But I, I spaced it out, so it was, it was okay. Now I'm coming down to a situation where now I've got 3.6 gig out of 100 gig left and seven days for it before it runs out so it won't renew until seven days from now and i'm definitely going to burn through the 3.6 gig so i'm gonna i'm not sure what I'm, i should do because i haven't got a lot of money coming in the money that i do get in do i put 10 pound on both of the cards and hope that the other one gives me some more bandwidth it's a sticky situation and it's really it's really sort of crept up on me because i've been using Blab.im and doing live streaming of, of audio and I just got used to sending that stuff out. We really don't understand, you know, how debilitating 
data caps can be until you're actually in it you know like when you pay your monthly internet subscription and you get su supposedly unlimited internet we kind of get used to it you know we kind of get used to it like we we do water and food and having a job you know we get used to having those things and when they they vanish or pull from others it's like a big shock uh, especially for me who's had a series of mental health issues over the years so access is super super important to me so I've been thinking, I'm not quite sure what I should do. I, I guess the flip side to this coin is if I have to go and record elsewhere, I think that buzzing is getting closer and it's coming here. I may pause. I'm going to pause. Oh, that's weird. As I said, I'm going to pause. He stops it. He stops the mower. Um, yeah, so I've got a situation that if I need to go out to, to use Wi-Fi in public spaces... It's rude for me not to buy something there. So then automatically my costs go up in terms of me getting public Wi-Fi. It's public Wi-Fi, but I still have to... I feel obliged to buy something to say thank you for letting me use your public Wi-Fi. It's just the done deal. Although there is a few places that I could use in Derby, which is not too far away. But again, it costs me fuel in the car uh, to get there. So it's kind of horses for courses. Now, I know a lot of people will probably be listening and going, well, just get a job. Just get a job and you know get some money and just pay for it and you're done and yeah i get that i've done that for most of my life i've got to the point now where actually quantifying and optimizing what what triggers me is important to me so access to data and the things that you can do with it is a huge conversation that we don't have i think if a, i saw an agency in new york give four mobile phones through through a brand they they kind of sponsored it they gave four mobile phones to four homeless people, set them up with Twitter accounts, got them tweeting. And in the space of 30 days, those four people had jobs at the end of it. And the reason why that happened is that they had been given a lens and that lens had been put on them. They had the ability then to speak out. They weren't invisible anymore. They were actually people in society doing certain things. They were posting photos of them taking bottles to the bottle bank and all kinds of stuff. So I've always had a thing about, you know, the amplification of where you are, what you're doing, and how you're doing it. And don't get me wrong, it's noisy out there. It's really noisy out there on social media with loads more people getting online all the time. And how do you sort of filter out the good or bad or indifferent? And how do you maintain that authentic conversation throughout of it? It's, it's really super difficult. So yeah, that's a, that's the situation I'm in today. I'm, I'm literally filling my bag up with my... Stuff that I'm selling, I'm selling some GoPro stuff, I'm selling my uh, Canon 650D, I need the money to come in because for the last four week, three weeks, four weeks, I've had this cast and so I can only do limited stuff. It has helped me move towards getting my Udemy stuff online and I'm in the process of publishing my first free course which is awesome, super excited about that. But um, I do have to go out today and find public Wi-Fi somewhere else otherwise I'm just going to burn through this data and uh, I can't have that situation. Um, I have reached out to EE and asked the question, what's going to happen after the summer sim has, has all used up? Will they have any special pricing? And uh, I'm yet to have an answer back about that. I'm not sure what's going to happen. There is a 3 4G sim that is unlimited data. And I think they said, you know, you get unlimited 4G as well. And I think that's £15 a month, which is an absolute bargain for unlimited but the issue is, is that you have to have it in a phone. And I'm not even sure if you can tether from the phone. But if you can tether from the phone, great. I think they're probably 
will be checking that and rate limiting and stuff. But I can't buy that SIM and put it in my iPad and do the same. It has to be a phone, which blows my mind in terms of, you know, these companies, EE3, some of the big mobile cellular carriers, could really, really revolutionize. Like, I mean, they talk about giving 4G access unlimited like a revolution. No, a real revolution would be access for people at a moderate price or the ability for other people to send you micro crowdfund donations to keep you online, to help you stay online in terms of the value that they think you bring to their community or their little social groups. And the first cellular provider that did that would own the game because it, you can't get a better social strategy than the one of storytelling and sharing. And they could they could literally build a whole strategy editorial around a hundred people and how they use their connectivity day to day. Uh, I won't be surprised that you'll see something like this popping up soon because they have to they have to come up with something new. It's all about customer acquisition. It's about numbers. How many people are on three? How many people are on EE? And uh, they all pretty much use the same cell towers as routing equipment um, these days anyway. But yeah, for people that are a little bit to the left off the system it's very difficult for us to maintain especially when you are a digital worker and it's one of the things that frustrates me as a creative it's that there do there does seem that, that there is roadblocks of debilitation that are in place if you don't accept the societal norms when it comes to <laughs> connecting and um you know, bank accounts, etc., etc. It's just one of the downsides of being digitally nomadic. The upside is that you do get the peace of mind that you're in some level of control for your current mental state. That's it. Coming up to 10 minutes. Rant over. Have an awesome day. See you soon. Take care. Bye.